Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwaterflame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. We're live. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Grand Terra Shadowfront. I am John. I'm your game master for the evening. Joining me today is William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Valdez Stonebeard, the Dwarven Samurai. And Jeremy. Hi, my name is Jeremy. I am playing uh, Ariel, uh, uh, ASMR uh, Gunslinger. And Mara. Hi, I'm Mar, and I'm playing Titania Valkorian, uh, a Ladrin Druid princess. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing Carolina, uh, and I think I injured my throat yelling about Pokemon, and I'm a barbarian artificer human. <laughs> uh, and Jack. Hey everybody, I'm Jack. I'm playing Gint Minar, the half-elf spell-slinger, who's about ready to stomp your poncy wee arses into the gutters, you bastards! <laughs> Good luck with that. And Cody. I'm Cody, I'm playing Ithram Volar, Hobgoblin War Wizard. Uh, we are not being joined by Nikki this week, so our, our Goblin Rogue skies will be a little quieter this week than normal. Um, having been transfixed with another plate. Uh, this guy's is having a snack nap. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but when last we left off, Ghent had gone, uh, the, the, the party had separated out to go look for a variety of different potential solutions to uh, what is currently afflicting Ghent's mother as Ghent's cousin. Uh, cousin that is older than him, but also, his cousins, his niece, it's but complicated. It's, it's, it's complicated and elves. Um, but anyways, uh, as against as against niece, uh, uh, brought them to look at some the fact that something was wrong with uh, Gent's mom. Uh, Gent went to find someone potentially uh, within the within the 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 the, the church. Of Marduk, uh, and found himself both at a temple of Marduk and in a bar fight. Uh, simultaneously, really one and the same, isn't it? <laughs> not always, frequently. but frequently, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, Git, you have been dragged into what is half a mosh pit and half a bar brawl, uh, as you get, just got poof, socked in the face and yep. grabbed and yanked, and you find yourself. Almost being bodily surfed across this crowd of punches and kicks and body slams. 
What are you trying to do? <laughs> um, Ghent is looking for something soft to gouge. <laughs> All right. You can give me an athletics check or an acrobatics check to try to gouge your way to a more stable position. Oh, he's definitely only got one choice on that one. 16. <laughs> All right. So you, you, you. Your fingers go into somebody's mouth and grab the soft palate and yank. Fish hook, yes. And and you manage to use that momentum to halt your own momentum from continuing deeper into the mosh pit. You are still being bludgeoned from all sides, but you are no longer sure. moving. Well, At this point, it's duck and cover and try and start maneuvering slightly closer to whatever the outside is. He's not even remotely trying to get back to the lizard folk person that he had initially been approaching. He's just looking for an out. All right. So give me a constitution saving throw as you try to Ooh, as you try to tough your way through this crowd. Twelve, still rolling solid tens. So you 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 you've you've got your guards up as boots <laughs> and gloves are and bottles are breaking on your arms and head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, you're not mm-hmm. making much progress though at the moment because you're you're not quite able to tough your way through the crowd. Yep. Ghent is very familiar that dropping to the floor and trying to belly crawl your way out through one of these only idea. ever works on stage. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> um, I, f- I forget exactly how this triggered. Did you just get vortexed into the he bar got, fight by he, being adjacent to yeah, it? Yeah, he got too close. Basically, yes. And it's like, <laughs> right, yep. Mm-hmm, yep. It's got its own gravitational pull. I'll need to talk to Ithram about this at some point. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was trying to consider, like, why didn't you just use your boots and spider climb across the roof to get to the person you're talking to? And I was like, you probably just got right. sucked in, didn't you? Right. Yep. Yep. There were there were no walls or roofs nearby, unfortunately. It's outside. So Gent yeah. is going to yeah. Gent is going to crouch low, but not actually go prone. He's just going to try and make himself a small target and start aiming for kidneys. All right. Give me another athletics check. <laughs> Come on, don't fail me. There we go. All right, shots begin to rain out. Just shots and shots and shots and shots. And you eventually muscle your way through the crowd, having paralyzed enough people by punching them in the soft spots to get to the edge. I'm going to need an athletics or an acrobatics check to disengage from the mob. Disengage with a 13. (laughs) Valdez would have loved being here. Right? So you you bet uh, you're you're on the edge of the crowd. So it's much easier to get away from it now that you're like, okay, oh shit, good. this thing has a pole. Uh, and right. <laughs> you manage to punch Dad. your way out of the crowd, heaving, He's... bruised. <laughs> Looking for like I don't know a hay cart or something, perhaps to position myself on the other side of so that there's you, you, a solid you, obstruction between me and this you make a break for the betting line because there is like there's, right. there is this there is okay. this there is this like uh, uh no like like you realize now that there was a no man's like there was a there was like a no man no man's land like yeah. zone mm-hmm. around the bar brawl a little, little bit of a dmz yeah where there was there was there's like you know there's like a good 10, 15 feet between the bar brawl and the people who are watching the bar brawl and you make it to that line <laughs> where, where a few people 
a few people who have seen this happen more than once when some unsuspecting person crosses the betting line uh, are chuckling and passing money back and forth between themselves as you get out and get away. Right. Learning experiences. Okay. <sighs> and he's looking around for that lizard folk again. You don't have to look far because he's sitting atop the wagon that you've hidden behind now. Right, yep. <laughs> so just going to scramble up there. Sorry. What was your name again, sir? You hadn't received it yet. He says as he just sort of... As he, as he rips the rest of the meat off this bone he's been chewing on. Sorry, yes. Uh, bit of a day. Um. I can tell. This is your first time attending a, uh, celebration, I take it. Uh, early stages of the career, yes. Um, very much so. Uh, I'm looking for help, I think. Well, well, looking for help. That is a very interesting name. It's more a circumstance, but uh, you can call me Geralt. Very well, Geralt. And what sort of help are you looking for? Uh, either uh, curse, infestation, ensorcelment, something... At a mansion up in the you're second looking, you're tier. You're looking to have somebody cursed, or you're looking to have a curse broken? The second one. Very much the second one. <laughs> I see. You are looking for a curse breaker. Well, perhaps Baki can assist you then. You gather that Baki is his name. I was going to say. <laughs> B-A-K-I. Right. As in the grappler for people that are nerds. <laughs> well, any advice you have? Well, we'll have to we'll have to learn more of your circumstances. Come, let us have a drink and some food and talk about your problem, shall we? As he, the the tail fishes out a battle axe from the hay bale that from the hay bale in the middle of the cart, as he hops off of it. Uh, let's go around this way. And he circumvents the... He circumnavigates the, the bar brawl to the other side of it. All right. Ghent is going to do that thing that you should never do in a crime procedural, which is follow the person you just met at the bar. Um, and see where this leads. All right. While you're doing that... Uh-huh. Spin the roulette. Uh... <laughs> Ariel. Yep. Which way were you going in your search? Uh, fuck. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to remember because this is last week. The uh, the last thing that I, I don't know if you had actually solidified exactly where you were going. Uh, Asmine had indicated that that you knew a particularly yeah. attractive cleric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fine, Esme. We support this. So, you're heading to the temple talking district? Talking only. Well, yes, we're talking only. 
You can talk. I'll watch. You f- <laughs> would. <laughs> uh, so you head down to the table district. So, yep. Walking most of the way with Gint, since the two of you are heading to the same place at the moment, uh, eventually breaking off into two different directions. Um, and you find yourself at a Temple of Aradnir, which is where... Hey all the clerics wear the thinly veiled you know the the, the kind of robes that you could see through um, right ooh there he is as Mean says it in your brain as you see a so Eradnir is the goddess of desire and passion mm-hmm. and love and beauty in all forms um and so their priests come and their their priests and clerics come in many different varieties and shapes because she is the goddess of all forms of passion not just standard forms of passion um this one in particular is a fairly burly uh a fairly burly orc uh not too dissimilar from Darthok in shape, uh, the 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 your the neighbor, uh, the the head of the pig stickers. This sort of like, if you think the stereotypical bear body, right? That <laughs> right, large, burly, bit of a gut, wearing very finely, you know, very fine silk uh, 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 robes that are see through if you look at just the right angle. Um, very proud, uh, very proud tusks. Uh, one of which has one of which has a uh, a ring, uh, a, a tusk ring on it that is made from a metal that seems to go through the rainbow of colors. Like sort of okay. as as you look at it, as the light hits it from different angles, the exact gradient of rainbow changes, but it goes through the whole thing as you look at it. Uh, and he is currently uh, sitting down in an armchair, having a conversation and a glass of wine with a few other uh, people who are very clearly members of the church. Okay. And what is this person's name? Samuel. Samuel. All right. So uh, give me just one moment here. Um, Sometimes stories blow up and they just need constant updates. It's all right. Um, Jack and I are making dumb jokes in chat. <laughs> so, upload. There we go. Post. All right. Um, so, I, I make my way over. As you Samuel. do. Samuel. Ah, welcome to the church. Uh, and Thank he's you. looking at you and he's. He's trying to think of your name. Ariel. Ariel, right. What can I do for you? Uh, Could I have a moment of your time? I I have some... uh, I have a bit of a situation, and and perhaps you could... uh, Give me some ideas. You can can hear Esmeen in the back of your Mm. head. Mm. It's really weird to have somebody drooling in your brain, but that's what's happening. <laughs> Ew. Ew. That gave me a very visceral Rems. reaction. Visceral Just reactions are visceral reactions are what Radnir's all about. 
I currently want to claw my way through the back of my head right now and scratch my brain. Uh... <laughs> I'm glad that consistently in Grand Terror campaigns, I am able to describe sensations that get this kind of reaction. Ah! And they're different ones, too. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> as soon as I can collect myself. <laughs> Get it together, John. Oh, I know, right? <sighs> Certainly. Uh, we'll come this way. And he, he, right. he gets up and he, he moves around, uh, taking you not not out of the central room, but into a more quieter, into a quieter corner of it, uh, underneath a statue of a Radnir. Um, okay. Which you can tell with your long experience of being a bounty hunter has been the source of many a sacrament. <laughs> right. So, what can I help you with? Uh, well, I am... Uh... I and the the the, the uh, company that I'm working with are um... oh, William. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> the roll twenty chat just got me. I mean that's fair. That's one hundred percent fair. Um, there are times that I really wish the audience could see the roll twenty chat because it's fun, and then other times definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely no. not. Um, because I like being able to say things in there that I can't say. <laughs> Anyways, just, um, I'm just picturing Valdeth for no reason screaming in the distance. <laughs> I don't know why I did that, but I just felt like I had to. Um, but we are, we're dealing with a little bit of a uh, demonic problem. Of sorts. Um, and we'll sort of lay the whole thing out. Yeah. Well, I can think of a few religious scholars that might be able to point you in a direction for determining what it is that's affecting uh, this poor lady. Yes. Um, I don't have the experience in breaking curses myself, you understand, but... Of course. This is not a city without its fair share of curse breakers. I will it's give... Also... It's a little bit. I, I guess the the concern, part of the concern, is that um, there is a certain amount of of discretion that needs to be had here, because, mm. um, well, it's somebody who is who is is part of a a, a house with considerable influence, certainly, or or at least wealth. Which, of course, come influence comes with wealth, and therefore, um, how complicit everyone there is 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 uncertain, but 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 it's certainly a concern, not encouraging. Yes, yes. so we can't exactly just go to. Go somewhere publicly and then start 
yelling to everybody who can break a curse. So I would suggest not going to a temple of Marduk then. Exactly. Well, <clears throat> there is a book you can retrieve from, I believe it is the libraries of, as I look at my divinity guide, because I don't remember all the gods I've made. <laughs> Why would I? Yes, if you in the libraries of Elian Arathus, there are, I believe, a collection of books titled on the subject of demon uh, on the subject of demonic influence. Sorry, which library again? Elian Arathus. Oh, okay. The Queen of Dragon Dragons. Lady. The Queen of Dragons. Yep. Yes. Uh, I lovely, lovely deity. I believe in her libraries they have a series of books on the subject of demonic, uh, on the sub on the subject of demonic activities, which have a list of known entities and the signs of their influence. I'm not certain if you'll find the exact demon that you're dealing with within those volumes, but it would be a good place to start. At right. Once, you, once you're able to identify who is doing what, you will better be equipped to find a specific person to the deal specific, with the issue. Exactly. That, that is incredibly useful. Um, is the... How... I'm not I am not entirely familiar with with the library. Um is it a is it the sort of library where uh you can go in and research on your own or they keep... must you have a guide or mentor or you can... give them advanced knowledge of what you're looking into? You can research on your own so long as you are not an enemy of the church. Okay. Uh, they do require they do ask that you keep their tomes within the library but mm. if you speak with and he sort of thinks for a second uh, speak with Father Eckhart at the library. He is the he is the priest in charge of the library. Uh let him know I sent you and he should be able to aid you in your search. Wonderful. That is incredibly useful. Thank you. I will uh definitely head down that path. Very well. If you require any further guidance once you have this information, please feel free to return. Absolutely. Uh, we may well be speaking again soon. Certainly. I make my way out. All right. Leaving Ariel to dry up the backside of her brain. Uh, <laughs> we move on. Ah! <laughs> we move on to Valdeth. Yep. 
who I believe was looking for a, uh, when not screaming for no reason, uh, was looking for a, <laughs> was looking for a fiend hunter. Yes. Go ahead and give me an investigation check. Ah, let's see. Yes, this in my list of skills is the one between several skills that I've got. Uh. <laughs> it's a natural one, folks. I'm gonna spend one of my three inspirations. You should do that. Well, that's a four. <laughs> For all the improvement that was. I mean, it's not a natural one. That's doubled. Yeah. That's, you, you doubled yeah, your yeah. roll. You did. Uh, <laughs> you go back to the plate to the like sort of the venue that the uh, that the 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 initial showing was having, and nobody's there. Um, I figure. Uh, you're not able through talking with the people there that run the venue. You're not able to find any information on where the fiend hunter that was with them would have gone. Um. It seems to be not a thing you're able to find at the moment. So that just nips that plan. You're just completely okay. Well, no. Uh, sorry, I had to. I had to. I got. A, I received a text and I had to check it because it was a text from my wife and I didn't need to make sure nobody was dying. Uh, Valid. <laughs> it's relevant when you know. Um, so yeah, you're not able to find where the fiend where the fiend hunter would have gone. Your best bet, without any ability to find them on your own, uh, would be to ask somebody who's good at hunting people down. I don't know if you know anybody like that, but um, uh, or to go to the docks and see if anybody there has 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 if there's any ships that have recently arrived or are getting ready to set sail back towards Morn. Uh, I'll head to the docks for right now because people that I know who are good at finding people are also looking for people right now. So So you're heading to the docks, your first lead having crapped out at the moment. Thank you, thank you, Dice. (laughs) Yeah. Sometime it be that way. You don't think it do. This is why we're all looking for someone, because there's decent odds one of us will succeed. Yeah. Titania. Yes. You were going to the Druid Forest, I think. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. To go find the Archdruid. Yes. So you head to the you head to the forest. Uh, The Archdruid is very easy to find. You know, Uh, 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 elves with green hair that aren't wood elves are rare. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, uh, he's uh, the archdruid is tending to a grove when you find him. Um, the there are no there there are very few like places that are off limits uh, in the druid forest from druids at the very least, um, because you are a student or you you were a student there uh, and you are a druid. You have pretty much had the run of the place as far as anyone's mm-hmm. concerned. Uh, and similarly, everyone else does. So when the, everyone pretty much knows when the Archdruid would like to be left alone unless it's an emergency, he goes and tends one very specific grove. Okay. That's the very specific grove you find him in. Shit. Okay. Mm. I mean, it's kind of an emergency, but mm, that's up to you. I'm going to do it. Okay. Um. Hi, Archdruid. I... 
if it's a bad time, I can come back later. But I just had a quick couple of questions. Hello, Titania. You are absolutely welcome. What can I do for you? Well, um, first question is my uh, a, a friend of mine is uh, their mother is is possibly um, ill from some sort of curse or demonic possession thing. And I wasn't sure if you had any experience breaking something like that or knew someone who might like the archbishop, possibly. <laughs> Sorry, that was me laughing at just how I direct you were with that. <laughs> he sort of looks at you, tilts his head, are you trying to ask if I know the Archbishop because you want you want to know who the Archbishop is and don't? Or because you want to ask the Archbishop if they can break a curse? Yes, yes. Also, if you can, that would work too. Curse breaking. No, curse... apparently druids can do a little bit. I don't know how to do that, but... Curse breaking is not my specialty, unfortunately. It is okay. something that druids can do, but it's not something many of us specialize in. Um, I Yes, the, the Archbishop, I believe you would be referring to Archbishop Tara Valkorian, whom I'm surprised you don't know. Uh, the big family, man. <laughs> I, he's not Taren, in it. So he has, right? Tara. T-E-R-Y-A. Y-A. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I I, don't know her. I actually wanted to speak with her as well on another thing. Well, um, uh, whenever I need to speak with the Archbishop, I, would, I typically go to the palace, but I don't know if that's where she typically exists. Oh, the, 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 pal the, the first layer palace. Yes, the royal palace. Right, right. Cool. Do I? So, GM question time. I've never been up there. Can I go up there? You you have been up there once when okay. you were when you were when you were much younger. Yeah. Uh, as a child, you were brought up mm -hmm. there. Um, you're a part of the royal family, as far as you're aware. Yes, you can go there. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Um I think that's pretty much it then. Sorry to bother you. Bye. <laughs> you <-ching. laughs> yep. I wanna make a quick detour because listen, we don't get up to this layer much. It's it's a ways away. And we're going out soon. I'm gonna check on the mushrooms again. We've been there like three times in the last week. Yes! It's important. <laughs> there are no new mushrooms yet, no. Shit. They don't is, they don't grow that fast. Uh, it, yeah. Is um is uh Steph around? Because I also had a question for her. Yeah, Steph is around. You can find Steph. Tending hey. to different non non hallucinogenic yes. mushrooms. These ones are just toxic. Hey, <laughs> hey Steph. I have a question yes. for you. What can I do for you? Um, well, uh, first I was wondering if I was thinking of trying to grow a mushroom garden 
Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we have like a little thing at our house, mm-hmm. you know, down, down, down in the city. And I realized I have no idea how to start. <laughs> well, uh, I could come and I could come down and and get you started if you like. That would be great, but we're leaving in a little bit, uh, like maybe tomorrow, depending. My uncle's supposed to come and we may have a job. Mm. Um, don't know if, I don't know what our plans are. Um, I could come tonight. Yes. Nighttime Into is that. the best time to set up anyways. Okay. Good. Okay, I will uh, not make a note because I don't have any paper. Um, I'll try and remember that. <laughs> where, where, right now. where is the house? Uh, it's down in in um. Gentis, I think. Gentis, yeah. Um, at the in the mercenary yards. Was there a specific area? Yeah, the mercenary yards. Um, yeah, the mercenary mercenary yards. Um, we have a Geist Company house. Ask for the steel hearts. Griffin it's Company next house. to, yeah, or <laughs> I don't know what words are. Uh, it's next to, um, well, there's the garden next to us has a very lovely rose golem thing, actually, which is fascinating. I have questions about that, but, um, mm-hmm. uh, and then the ones next to us are the fish hooks. Yes. Um, Fishman's hook. Fishman's hook. Fishman's hook and the pig stickers. I'd probably call them the other thing because she's just this. There are a lot of questions swirling around, and she's not that bright. Um, fish hooks. As, as, uh, sudden, as Titania in the back of her head suddenly goes, We should have a block party. <laughs> a little bit? Meet the neighbors. Just a little bit. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, but tonight, I'll see you then. Uh, I'll make sure we have food. Probably, if you come around dinner, we could probably have food. Um, that would be delightful. All right, sounds good. See ya. Okay. I'm gonna exit and head up to try and go to the palace. All right. This is a bad idea. Ithram. Yes. Where were you going? I forgot. Uh, I was headed to the uh, arcane library first and then uh on my way back to the company house i was going to hit up the uh one of the temple libraries as well to look for parasitic or look up possible demon stuff okay so you're heading to the which library you're heading to first the arcane one arcane, yeah, yeah so you head to the weedmore district and yes, it's very easy to get to the library. Um, well, I say very easy. You have to go through the Weaveborn Tower, which requires entering, which is always a bit of a, you know, a bit of a stressful moment. But because they mm-hmm. don't use magic the way you're supposed to use magic, which you learned recently is because the person that runs the place is basically a god. Um, <laughs> uh, but you managed to get uh, into the library and give me an investigation check. It's specifically looking for along the lines of parasitic demons and whatnot. Yeah. So, 25. So, they don't Libraries have... are my favorite terrain. <laughs> <laughs> they would be, wouldn't they? I want yep. that shirt. Hell yeah. yeah. Yes! That yep. needs to be a shirt! I'll work up a design. <laughs> um... 
the 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 arcane library doesn't have like specifics on demons as a whole like they're mm -hmm. more interested in cataloging them and their effects than they are in like this is the list of names of all the known demons in this particular diet uh, but you do learn uh, that there are a few different kinds of fiends that can do this thing yeah. Um, they are almost universally based on the symptoms that you that you are searching by. You're definitely looking for a fire demon. That like you basically confirming that that hunch. Uh, this is a demon that is basically feeding off of all of this person's ether, except for the kind that is you know directly opposed to their own nature. So mm -hmm. the only ether that's being left is ice, and thus that is the that is the dominant ether in her system at the moment. Um, uh, uh, fiends that prey on ether typically require some sort of blood offering. Uh, so like they, they, in order to establish the connection to the host, they are provided with a sample of their blood. Now this can be, uh, typically it's a direct sample, but sometimes it can be if, if a, um, uh, you you do you do learn that sometimes the target of this kind of curse can be shifted if the initial target is too powerful, then for whatever reason, just like too inherently powerful, then the the curse can shift to a member of their family that is significantly weaker, either magically or just constitutionally. Constitution, yeah, constitution, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. It sounds weird, but it is correct. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so like a person with a weaker constitution or a person that is just weaker magically overall, um, it might shift to them if the blood provided was stronger than they were anticipating or stronger than the, than the uh, uh, requirements of the curse are. So like okay. the, the and and one of the examples being like you know if you're if you have if you have two family members one is a wizard and one is not and you try to curse the wizard depending on the strength of the demon it might pass instead of cursing the wizard it might curse the non-wizard yeah. instead blood curses are very finicky in this particular in this particular fashion and immediate family members are always more likely to be susceptible than anybody external. So it could be uh, it could be her blood, it could be the blood of an immediate family member. It's hard to tell. But that's typically the catalyst for the curse. Um, no random Kevin Yuri bot. I don't want to go to adviewers.com. <laughs> Uh, ban. <clears throat> Anyways. All I know is that you don't say Kevin Uribot in the bathroom mirror, mirror three times in a row after dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The interface fucked up. Okay, there it goes. Got it. <laughs> the interface. You said it twice, not even in a mirror, and that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So you're looking, so you're definitely looking for some sort of fire demon. Fire aligned okay. demon. It, most likely, the par the parasitic nature of the curse is the result of a blood curse, um, which means that the source was a blood connection. Um, 
And so, and and specifically on breaking these kinds of curses, the easiest way to break these kinds of curses is to kill the demon that 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 is the source of it. Uh, you can also break it by invalidating the contract of whoever made the initial curse, but that would require you to know what the contract was. Um, and it goes on to in a list of like examples of like you know if the contract is listed in such or such a way you can do this this or this to invalidate it etc. But it's mostly theoretical. Okay. Um, and was this specifically more demons or devil? Both. Both can do it. Both. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Fiends in general are capable of doing this. Cool. Uh, did it? Uh, did that uh, investigation like types of demons, like main stretches, stuff like that? Uh, like a, a vein to look for, or? Higher demons, the kinds that don't tend to fall into categories, typically. Um, okay. Like, there there are some that, like, once you get past a certain level of fiend, uh, the, it basically becomes sort of a universal ability to inflict blood curses. Oh, okay. Um, like the you you wouldn't expect according to the book that you're that you're finding you would not expect this ability to be in anything less than um press my button there it is uh like you wouldn't expect this to be the the purview of anything less than a uh like a Uh, like a like a Dybbuk level demon, which <laughs> mechanically CR four like, and anything okay. less than CR four wouldn't be able to do this. But CR four and higher certainly. Okay. Incubuses, succubuses, things like that. Okay, cool. Yep. I will after learning all that i will start heading back to the house still gonna swing by the uh uh temple academy as well uh, or the temple on the way down uh, uh swing by the where is it hang on uh you're wanting to go to the solaris are you, sorry, are you wanting to go to the Solaris Library or to the Temple District and find a library? There was one that... There are there are many libraries in the Temple District. It just depends on who whose library you want to go to. That's right. Uh, no, I'll just head back for now, okay. actually. Right. Uh, okay. Carolina. What were you doing? So, because it's been many weeks, I do need to refresh a thing. I'm heading to the district with the library in it because you said that none of the churches offered favors in exchange for your soul. Correct. Um, <laughs> and also, that's the last resort in case no one else finds anything. Um, churches don't, but you could find a cult. <laughs> do I know of any conveniently located cults? Give me a religion check. With advantage. That's, that with, that's how with, you with advantage. describe a cult. 
it's free is is disadvantage oh oh, what advantage because you're a geist okay fair enough specifically ones that would make that deal and not be super terribly illegal um that's how i locate my cults is convenient locations yeah If it's not nearby, why even bother? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Eleven. So you know that you know of two cults that are currently operating inside the city of Durham that are definitely illegal, uh, but are both managing to maintain themselves outside the 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 law of the city mostly because either they are too terrifying to directly interface with or they are just too good at evading the the authorities uh the cult of rethorb and uh and the uh the cult of Eferti are both operating in the city but with an 11, I don't know. Like, the thing is, organized religions will frequently be like, hey, join our faith and we'll be nice to you for yeah, the no. first week. Yeah, no, there, there aren't. There... Neither Rethorb or Ferti is necessarily that kind of cult. No, the, the cult of Rethorb is a murder cult. Uh, well, yeah. it's a, it's a sin cult in general, but it's like you know, join you know, join us by murdering a person, and then you can absolutely get favors from us. Um, and uh, and uh, Ephirti is uh, a cult of shadows. They, no one really knows what they do, but they are certainly doing a lot of it. <laughs> cool. Neither of those uh, so are So like helpful. the X-Men. <laughs> also, I like the idea that Rethor's cult is for the people who thought uh, that the goddess of desire wasn't edgy enough. Basically. Like, I mean... Enough of lack of boundaries in the, the cult of desire and so- sex. What what you what you just described, John, is literally the Dark Brotherhood. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you you, you join yeah. us by murdering someone, and then we do favors for you. Yeah, yep. <laughs> That's the, the, favors the, for you and whine at you about doing things. The cult of Rethor. The cult of Rethorb is a little bit more Rakdos uh, in nature, but like Rakdos, but where the clown masks are more aesthetic than utility, uh, and and. Anyways. Ferti is, yeah. Neither of those are helpful. So I am sticking with my original plan of heading towards the the part of the city where we initially Mystic Arcanum. No, that's the Weaveborn. The Weaveborn District. Thank you. Yes, yes. Weaveborn District. Remind me what the god of the weaveborn district said we needed to do regarding gents infernal heritage stuff uh he ind- go visit galadir is what he said effectively <laughs> yeah. he, he, there, yep. there was a there was an expert on blood magic living in the frozen wastes in the north and that expert was galadir <laughs> yeah so i'm going to the weaveborn college um I'm going to put in like a, hey, we have updates on this thing if you're interested at the front desk for him if he's curious about, oh yeah, we found out where the blood magic is. Um, Because 
I don't know. Maybe he could tell us. Oh, yeah, that's definitely the wrong blood magic. That's not what's going on. Yeah. So, so you you you're going up to the main desk and basically like, I've got a yeah. I've got information I'm for Relnor. Here is what we were in for before. Yeah. Have an update concerning this element of it. I am going to be availing myself of your public libraries. If so if there's any need as you as you finish passing the information to the person on the desk who sort of uh certainly uh we'll let he already knows uh as, as she looks over your shoulder and you turn around and there's Relnor looking for all the world like a puppy with a bone like mm-hmm. like just ooh information um so what can you tell me would you be willing for us to speak somewhere slightly more private than looks around the um, lobby, kind of expecting it has already changed. Certainly, snaps his fingers, and you, the two of you, are in a lounge uh, where the per- uh, actually a person that you recognize from uh, from previous interactions here, uh, 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 Virgil. Virgil, I think it's Virgil. Hang on, is it Virgil? It might not be Virgil. It might be something else. I'm gonna need a kickstart on who Virginal is. Uh, Verity, sorry, Verity. Uh, Verity is okay. uh, Verity is the person who handed you guys Adam. Uh, uh, okay. Yes. Yep. Verity, who is currently sitting, uh, sit like sitting on like a, a chaise lounge, reading a book, and just sort of looks up and sees the two of you there. Closes the book, stands up, and walks out of the room. <laughs> Sorry, Relnor says. So. We have been pursuing in various ways the information you gave us last time. And through that research and also independently, it came to our attention that... What name did Ghent use when he was here? Jack. Uh, Gent used his actual name here. Okay. Which was which one? Gent Menar. Get, Gent Menar. Yep. That Gent, his family is afflicted by some sort of demonic, parasitic, blood-leeching, demonic magic that seems to have proliferated the entire family and entirely incapacitated did his mother. Um, and I will go on to the details that I had observed with yeah. both the family at large and um, And just as a as a just as a as a as a correction for people watching, uh Aether leeching. Because you, you don't know about the blood yet. Um but um, you know you know you you do know it's feeding off her ether. Soul leeching. I think yeah. Carolina would have gone with the most accurate term, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. that would be. Sorry. Ab- absolutely. I'm just correcting for viewers. Um, so he thinks about it for a bit. Yeah, no, that's that's a wide avenue of demons that could do that. Though, I mean, if we're looking at the if we're looking at the uh, this as like sort of a potential end result of the initial event. That's absolutely something that could be done, like, sort of as a requirement or even as a specific idea for 
Gant's uncle, who like maybe 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 this is a this could potentially be like a contingency with whatever demon Gant's uncle has a pact with, as like a like I'll work for you, but I need a hostage kind of thing, maybe. Hmm. Uh, I'll also communicate about the like frost leftovers, so probably fire magic thing. Yeah, yeah, no, that's accurate. I I'd, I'd agree with that definitely. Uh. Somebody who doesn't like ice, so that's the only ether that's left behind. Yeah, definitely a fire-aligned entity. Um, my best, my best suggestion uh, would be either continuing on with that blood magic expert that I informed you guys of previously. Or finding someone like one of those, like uh, those fiend hunters from Morn, somebody who's related to them. Uh, they're gonna have the, they're gonna have the best records, frankly, mm-hmm. and they're gonna have the best options for uh, eliminating. Because uh, that kind of a curse, you know, sort of like r- eyes roll up and chicks head a little bit. That kind of a curse. There are a couple. There typically going to be like a few caveats that you could exploit to eliminate it. Um, but like spells that remove curses aren't going to be super effective on this because it'll just reinstate itself once the curse is removed. Because it's a uh, sounds like it's probably some sort of blood-oriented curse, and if they have a sample of the blood of the person they're cursing, they can just instantly reactivate it without it mattering. Um, it's not as though we have uh, information on the exact original deal. Yeah. So, finding information on the original deal would find you ways to figure out loopholes. Uh, killing the demon that's cause- that's casting the curse would end it uh, and probably not return her ether to normal but it would at least allow her ether levels to replenish if it's not killing her it's sustaining her for food so she wouldn't die from it she would just be very weak and would then need food would you happen to have any insight on if this specific the specifics of this make it more or less likely that Ghent is the source of our freezing trouble. I wouldn't be able to tell you without knowing the the having without having been there at the events of the original thing. Like, hmm. well, um, if anyone from the our family happens to come by, I we weren't here, and also oh, they also they're probably possessed. They don't like us anyways, so. No worries there. I gathered there was fussery. The the Menar family doesn't like people that don't have to study for years and years and years to do the same thing that they can do. So, yeah. I'm like the biggest no-no on their list because I don't have to study for anything. Convenient. Um... But yeah, glad I could help. Do you need anything else? I do have another question, and I will pull out... I still have that orb, right? Yeah, yeah. Can you by any chance tell what planes things are attuned to or their function? 
Yes. He holds out his hands. Yeah, I'll hand it over. Takes it, spins it around. Does the, you know, the, uh, the, uh, it was really popular in the mid 2000s, those like, uh, uh, juggling balls, but you, like, the hand Mm. juggling thing Mm -hmm. does that with it. Contact juggling. Yeah, Mm. that, that. So this is a translocation sphere. Uh, connects a person attuned to it to uh, two different locations the initial casting location which would be wherever you are and the location of origin which is somewhere on the astral plane Um, really complicated magic the kind that probably was this is something that was probably began in a ritualistic fashion when you were a child and completed Maybe a couple years ago. Yeah. But still completed. So yeah, completed a couple years ago as the the anchoring mechanism. Basically, it means that you can take this back and forth wherever, you know, to either end of it without having to attune to it like you would attune normally or without having to know the magic used. Uh, that's one of these this is one of the more complicated ways of allowing people who don't inherently use magic normally to use these this level of magic it's particularly powerful because well I mean it's not powerful necessarily but it it subverts the um this is the kind of thing that can subvert the uh the uh um the veil that separates us from the divine realms. Um, though this goes to the astral realm, so it doesn't have to, but it could if it needed to, because of the way it it's sort of like you're op- you're occupying two spaces at once rather than going through the veil. Hmm. He rolls it around in his hand a little bit more than offers it back to you. Yeah, yeah I'll take like, it. Uh, looks like if you basically just, from what I can tell, um, the activation is will, so you just will yourself to take it wherever it's original, where it originates from, and it'll take you there. Great. Okay. It looks like it only works on you, though, so if you wanted yeah. to take other people, it probably wouldn't work. Unless you had... Ooh. Oh, what if you made, like, a bag of holding but with air in it? Huh. And <laughs> you can see he suddenly has a new idea for a magical item. <laughs> Well, thank you for your time. Yep. Drink for the road, he says, indicating the mini bar off to one side. <laughs> I'm technically on duty with my constantly drinking charges, so I will pass. All right. Well, have a good day. Yep. And you turn around and you're back off- in the lobby. <laughs> Wait until I have left the Weaveborn district to let out all of my curses at magic. It can fuck Relnor and all of that. <laughs> Unhelpful sack of complete magic bullshit. All right. Gent. We circle back to you. You. So. Baki takes you to uh, takes you around the bar fight and into the temple uh-huh. uh, where 
only like the tail end of the bar fight and thus the tail end of the betting line are in the temple uh, and he takes you around them past all the noise up to uh, where there is basically a long table like with food and drink set on it buffet style uh-huh. um, where he grabs some food grabs a mug and sits down Also said. So, tell me what you have problem with. Specifically. Uh, well, uh, my ancestral home has apparently been taken over by some sort of parasitic demonic infestation or other. Um, it's consuming my mother's aether and has her incapacitated currently. Um... Whatever is leeching off of her seems to still need her alive, though, because she's not dead. Um, we think it has something to do with fire, and I assume this is probably one of those things where you have to figure out how to get the entity to manifest and then murder it or something, but I'm not exactly an expert on... You these could, sort of things. You could take. You could make the make the entity manifest, murder it. You could follow it back based along the uh, the magic trail that it leads, because there is a connection. You see, when when between curse and curse, uh, cursor and curse, there is always a connection between the two. You could follow that back, kill them where they live. Uh, probably be a good good as good an excuse for, as any other for a for a holy war against fiends, but. Uh, Probably not the most subtle option, if that's what you're looking for. Uh, mostly efficiency with best chance of survival, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maradox curse breakers, perhaps not the route you want to go. Uh, but All not right. the only ones with curse breakers in the city. Uh, would suggest uh, Elianarathus would probably be a good place. Their paladins are particularly fervent at uh, dealing with fiends and also good at it. Huh. Valid, then. Mm. Uh, We are more the uh, stomp everything and let God sort it out sort of people. Right, yes. Very much so. Um, that's That's some very good information. I appreciate it. Um... You got the Arathis, you say? Yes. Oh, lucky me then, I suppose. Well, all right. I'll follow your advice then. Look for. Uh, and he, he sort of thinks back on it as he as he uses his tail to prop up the great axe in such a way that he can lean <laughs> back on it. So like he's like using the great axe as a kickstand and lean leans back. Yep. Uh, let me think. Uh, who would I suggest you go talk to? Uh, ah, yes. Uh, Gerd. Paladin Gerd. That would be the person I would suggest. He's the head of their... Uh, not curse-breaking. They don't have a curse-breaking division, but uh, it's the... They are uh, an order of paladins within the church that uh, specialize in seeking out evil as opposed to letting evil come to you kind of thing, you know. 
of it. Proactive rather than charge, reactionary. I'm in charge of the vengeance paladins. <laughs> the, the, the kind of people you go to when you have some sort of tragic backstory that laced with, drum, with, laced with drama and intrigue and require vengeance <laughs> on somebody. That's kind of paladin, yes. Sounds like somebody right up my alley. Excellent. Well, do not, no matter what you do, do not make a gird your loins joke, though. I did that once and we had a fight for three days. It was a good fight. Duly noted. But it was three days, and I don't know if you have, I don't know if you want to spend that time. I do not have that sort of time, I don't think. No. He can go for right. days. Yeah, days. I've heard stories. Gent walks out before he makes a sex joke. <laughs> As you're walking out, yelling from behind you, and only some of that was fighting. <laughs> Thumbs up on the way out the door. <laughs> and yeah, head towards Temple of Philenirathis, I guess. All right. Let's see. Estimations on time. Gent got caught in a bar brawl, so Ariel would get there first. Uh, hey. So, Ariel, you arrive at the Temple of Elianarathus. Uh, yep. Unlike most of the other temples, actually, no, like most of the other temples, you can very much tell whose, uh, whose temple this is. Unlike uh, the other temples, it's very easy to mistake an, a Temple of Elianarathus for a portal to the, demo- to the, to the demonic realms, uh, because there's lots of, like, active flowing lava that for some reason isn't igniting everybody within a foot of it. Uh, Fair enough. Ah, aesthetic lava. Yes. I like mm. it. Some nice transmog. <laughs> um... But it's like it, it, this is sort of like the temple is the temple is built like a citadel, but with lava in place of where you might have a moat, and also lava in place of where you might have drapery. Uh, it's a little, it's a, it, but strangely, it's it is warmer inside than it is outside, but not as hot as you would expect. Again, nobody standing within a few feet of the lava is catching fire. Um, and it definitely Fair. stands out from the rest of the temples in the district. I mean, yeah. Understandable. Uh, as you enter, there is uh, there's an initial courtyard uh, just beyond the gates, where there is a uh, a a it's a gargoyle because lava's flowing through it. Um, a gargoyle of Elianarathus, sort of mounted up above the courtyard, just staring down at all who enter. Points for grandeur. Um... Negative points for subtlety, but it's a god. You don't expect subtlety from them. Um, so yeah, I will, will, will head up to. I mean, this is is, is the temple like all library? I'll go to the library area. Yeah, you can find the library very yeah. easily. Yeah, it's 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 very clearly like segmented. And, and right. places that are for the public, places that are not for the public, places that are, you know, accessible versus not. And you can yep. very easily find the library. Uh, the library is much cooler than the rest of the, uh, cooler temperature-wise, than the rest right. of the building. 
Um, I mean, possibly cooler otherwise. Possibly cooler otherwise. Depending on depending on how much of a reader you are. Yeah. Uh, it, the initial entryway has a has a like a reception desk where there is a a uh, older human, um, gray hair, uh, uh, very obviously gray from age, not gray from died uh, uh, from die. Right. Um, sort of sitting uh wearing these red and gold robes that indicate uh the clergy of Elena Rathus uh okay. sitting at the reception desk writing on a scroll as is there anything to indicate rank uh yes uh he has um the the church of Elena Rathus uses basically like sort of almost military esque uh uh like adornments on their robes and armor mm-hmm. um and uh I forget. Is Ariel a follower of Elinorathus or or no, not specifically. Um, um, wait, wait. Let me check r- that. I may be wrong. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were. A no, Radineer. no. Yes, I am. I am. I am. I absolutely am. Now, Esmeen is a Radnir. Ariel is. Oh, yes. right. Yes, I chose the two deities who sound very similar to each other because I hate myself. Mm-hmm. Um, well done, well done, sir. So yes, um, no, and Ariel is absolutely a follower. Yeah, so you recognize the uh, the adornments on his robes indicate him as a father, as a as sort of a a, a a spiritual leader of the church. Okay, not not the spiritual leader, but one of them. Right. Cool. So I will uh, approach. Excuse me, uh, Father. Are you are you Father Eckert? Yes, what could I do for you? He says as he rolls the scroll up and... Lovely. Um, my name is Ariel. Um, I was sent by... Was it Stephen? Samuel. Samuel. It was, an, it, it was a normal-sounding S name. I no, no, no it, was, it, was, it was even better than that because you're looking for information on demons and people afflicted by demons and you got information from Sammy! <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Jack. <laughs> I will simply note how close Samuel is to Samael. Yeah, and... that's, that's where my... I heard Samael first when he said it. Samuel. Yes. Uh, uh, Samuel uh, uh, sent me this way. Uh, um, Brother Samuel from Aradnir's church. Yes, yes. Um, I, I, I am a devotee here, but I have connections there. Um, but I am, you said you may be able to help with, I'm looking for information on um, demonic entities and, and, and signs of, signs of their influence, indications of possession, and how to deal with such things. I imagine Samuel indicated that we have a series of books on that subject. Indeed, no. yes. I'm ho- I'm hoping to at least get leads on a particular entity. Uh, our volumes are sorted by ethereal, ethereal nature. Do you know the nature of the one that you seek? Uh, there's a, I, I, I know I am allow me to have a little role playing moment here Sorry. John it looked like Jeremy the player was confused no. more than 
<laughs> I realized that my attention could be split, but I was paying that much attention. Okay, okay. Uh, I, I, I believe that it is a a fire related. Oh, come with me, and he will uh, lead you into the stacks. Okay. Uh, there are a large variety of eldritch-looking tomes on these shelves, many of whom, many, most of which are written in Draconic. Yeah. Um, do you speak Draconic? I believe I do not. All right. Most I of- speak two languages. <laughs> it's always worth asking, because there's always, like, like, people either definitely speak draconic or do not and so it's oh yeah don't get me wrong that is my default that is my default like extra language if i don't have a very specific concept in mind yeah because magic language yeah but um most of them are written in draconic some of them are written in infernal some of them are written in abyssal and some of them are written in common uh those seem to be the the the, the primary languages that you're seeing things written in as you're walking through the stacks uh uh uh, Father uh, Eckhart is just talking, sort of almost mm-hmm. musing aloud. Many of the documentation that we retrieve are gathered from our paladins and brothers in arms uh, as they raid or deal with uh, particular demonic cults and the like. Right. Many of, of our materials are written firsthand by these worshippers, which is why we take them. They provide valuable insight into the workings of the fiends. Makes sense. In particular, this series, however, was written by a researcher, one who made it his life's goal to document as many kinds and names of fiends as possible. As you imagine, this did not make him popular. But with the with the veil between the divine realms in place, it was much harder than it would have been in ages past for the fiends to retaliate on this individual. He made quite a number of volumes before they eventually found him and ended his work, but fortunately, we managed to recover many of them from the cults around the world. Mm-hmm. This section in particular, he says, as he pulls you around the stacks to one section where it's just, there is, it's, it's sort of almost encyclopedia-esque, this series of on the nature of, uh, you know, uh, on the subject of demonic incursion. Um... And it's like volume one, volume two, volume three, continuing on. Right. There's about 30 volumes in this one section. The volumes are separated out by ethereal nature. These are specific. Mm. These volumes are specifically about those with the nature of fire. Okay. It's appreciated. I'm not certain if I'll be able to aid you in narrowing it down further than that. But the entities you're looking for are going to be of a significant power beyond the lowest of fiends. Right. So you could safely discard anything that would be rated lower than an incubus or a succubus. Of course. Um, it's quite all right. I have friends. Um, is there is there a, a, a messenger service near nearby the temple? Certainly. We have the city mail outside, uh, as well as as well as more standard couriers, if you so desire. More, more standard would probably... Eh, either one's fine. Um, Beam the rest of the party with letter rockets. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I will. I will mark where we are so I can get back. Would you here. like me? To, would you like me to sort? Would you like me to re- put these into a reading room for you? That would be fantastic. Thank you. Gladly. I will set aside a room for you while you send your messages. Okay. So yeah, I head to I head to the mail service, and everybody is going to get basically the Everyone? same message. Everyone. Okay. Which is, I've got a lot of books on fire demons, and I don't have years of time, so get here to the Temple of Lightning Rafts. As you send them off... Dash A. (laughs) Slash E. (laughs) Uh, As you send them off, one of them goes screeching around the corner, and you hear the sound of Gint getting nailed in the gut by a letter. (laughs) What does that sound like, Gint? (laughs) Fuck! Oh, good, Gint's here. Get you stumble around the corner. Darling. <clears throat> you rang? Yes. Um got a lead. Good, well, me too. Uh, let me rephrase that. I have lots and lots of books. Oh. And they require Can I trade you? Them. What are you trading? Well, I have to go talk to a paladin. <laughs> well, uh, I feel like everybody's going to be showing up soon. I can't explain why. Perhaps, you know. I, f- I feel like I'm, get a, I'm sort per- of... Perhaps they'll get a, 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 an idea to come this way. But yes. You are uh, right. Yes, absolutely. No, I'm fine. Just uh, I was thinking about something else, and then a letter punched me in the stomach. <clears throat> right. I hope I did. I, Not the first I, punch I I've had today, though, so it. it's all right. Really? And Gent definitely has, like, a yeah. shiner right about on the cheekbone, at least. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where the hell did you go? Marduk. Okay. How did that go? Well, there was a ceremonial bar fight, and uh, then I was directed that the information I was looking for, I should probably talk to a paladin gird here. And uh, just a quick question, dear. Uh, how many people at Marduk's place did you, and how, my, how, how, how detailed were you in your, this is why we need help? Uh, one and broad strokes. Good. There's a bit of broken glass. You can see Ariel like stuck in Gint's collar from where a bottle was broke from where several bottles were broken over the back of his head. <laughs> They'll be like, uh dear. Oh, still got debris. <laughs> yes, that does track. All right. Uh but right. Well, yes, but let's let's wait lovely. until let's wait until everybody or everybody who's going to get here, because let's be honest, I'm sure somebody somebody in this this fantastic group of ours will be like, well, I'm not listening to that. I'm going off on my own way. And then 
Let's wait for everybody to get here to be here, and then we can we can split up into reading and talking to paladins and whatever yes. we're going to do. Sound perfect. So Valdeth, Titania, Carolina, and Ithram all make perception checks, and then if you get higher than a ten on your perception check, you make a so. Based on what you get, higher than a 10 on your perception check, make a dexterity saving throw with advantage. Lower than 10 on your perception check, make a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> make an perception. argument that danger sense would apply to this situation. Yes, danger sense would apply to this situation. Cool. So Natural 20. Flat roll if I don't Six. succeed. <laughs> yes, flat Sweet. roll if you don't succeed. I really want to catch it now. It's a... Dexterity save with disadvantage. What was the DC? Ten. So you oh, you succeeded yeah. the you succeeded the thing. So ten. I'm a dex save. Twenty. So Valdeth, Titania, and Carolina, mm. you hear the you hear the thing coming before it gets to you, and manage to hop out of the way before it hits the ground right in front of you. Ithram, you're not paying attention, and just bang the back of your head. Something collides yeah. with you. <laughs> Going over my notes and then just what? Wham. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Let you all get your letters. Alice just like here's here's a rocket coming out of nowhere and just like eh, step slash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like Carolina has gotten enough letters in this city to be like. Oh, oops. Walks two steps to the side. Yes. Reads it. Oh, books. <laughs> Your favorite. <laughs> Ithram just turns splendid. I'm and he, he's still holding, <laughs> he's holding on to the rocket because he's going to look at that while, <laughs> or the, the mail uh, carrier because he's... Uh, Fuckers, I'm gonna see how this works. <laughs> not gonna lie, in retrospect, I'm a little disappointed that I didn't add, or you know, you could not come and you know, can, can have to deal with this all by himself. It's up to you, either way. <laughs> uh, Valdeth looks at the letter or whatever's left of it afterwards, and um... the letter's perfectly fine. <laughs> the, the letter takes no damage in this process, it's only whatever it hits. Nice, <laughs> oh, nice. Um, and it's like, all right, so. Stop number two. First, see if I can maybe find this fiend hunter. So, uh, and Ithram, for, for your edification, there's no mechanism attached to it. It's just the letter gets shot off like a rocket. Oh, there's not. It's not like it's, a it's, tube it's not, that you. No, put it's, it's not like in. it's not like strapped to a bottle rocket. It's just the letter gets shot off, and somebody went away because our our cameras messed up. Ah, Aaron, we, we lost, lost Aaron. Aaron. Yeah, we lost yeah, Aaron. Lost Aaron. Yeah, so like. Imagine Gambit's cards. Okay. All right. Yeah. But okay. rockets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Be right back. Yep. So, so it's basically the thing you want. The thing you want to investigate to, to figure out how this works is the mailbox, not the letter. <laughs> okay. I'll do that when we get home. <laughs> All right. All right. And Aaron's back. So. All right. Valdeth is going to continue on to the docks and then head to Elianarathus. Uh, Carolina, are you heading up to the temple or elsewhere? I'm going, but I'm walking because that was not a very polite way to ask someone for help. <laughs> uh, Titania? Passive-aggressive. 
Titania, are you heading there or elsewhere? I'm gonna send a letter back. <laughs> Dear Ariel, unfortunately, I, I, and, um, I am unable to attend as I need to visit the palace. Also, I don't think I would be of much help there. Sincerely, Titania. I'm so excited for this back and forth. <laughs> Fortunately, Ariel is in a temple, so it's just going to go to the mailbox. And <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> I'll go send to that the, off and head, they only head go, up. They only go to the person when they're not in a location where the mailbox will intercept it. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, and Ithram is going to the temple. So, yep. we'll start with uh, Valdeth. Yes. So, you head to the docks. Mm-hmm. Give me another investigation check. That'd be great. That's, that's the looking around for information roll. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can't give me any social roll. 18. Hey, I rolled something. You have to find the information before you can be social about it. <laughs> You can't just you can't just smile charismatically at the air to find information. <laughs> Shoot, I was gonna try that. <laughs> um, but with an eighteen, you are able to find uh, you're able to find a uh, a crestbreaker ship, uh, which you know is the the dwarven family that uh, yeah. that basically it, the 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 dwarven sailors of Morn are primarily the crestbreaker family. Uh, and they don't sail the oceans so much as punch through it uh, because their well, ships the their ships are all almost turtle-esque constructions wherein the entire voyage is spent inside and they don't care about the waves because they just punch through the waves uh, yeah. as they propel forward. A little bit more submarine It's less, it's less finesse of navigation and more telling the water to get the fuck out of the way. Basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, you are able to find uh, uh, several Crestbreaker uh, crest ships in the docks at the moment. Um, which would be the place where you would want to go to ask people about whether or not a fiend hunter was on board. Mm-hmm. Now you can make a uh, a um, let's see what would be a what would be a good roll for yeah a persuasion roll or a um, depending on how you're asking a persuasion roll or a deception roll to see if you can get any information on. I'm being upfront. I'm looking for a fiend hunter because yeah. I need to hire them. Yeah, so perception uh, persuasion roll on whether or not. Uh, you've discovered yes there are uh, one of the one of the one of the uh, 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 crossbreaker captains uh, tells you that they did they they did bring over a contingent of feed hunters a party of feed hunters um, as far as he knows they weren't they weren't expecting to go back with him uh, from what he gathered they left the city uh, and were heading towards uh, they they were heading in the direct inland down the inland down the um down the bay so potentially towards like Griftop or Ilhanador he doesn't he Which doesn't means- know if they've left the city yet or not though like he just knows that's the direction they were heading alright um am I near that exit of the city uh you're already you're 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 kind of you're on the you're on the north side of the city cause all the docks are on the north side of the city um it's just 
it's the other side of the city from where you're at, basically. Because, like, remember, if you remember that uh, Taram is basically a circle, um, the the docks are on the northeastern side, and the road leading out is on the northwestern side. Do you happen to know the name of one of these fiend hunters? Uh, yes, the leader of their party was uh, Fiend Hunter. Hang on, as I use my handy dandy name generator. We're all like going on separate quests to get NPC names from John, and I kind of yeah. feel bad. I feel not bad at all because I've had to do this for John. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> uh, Fiend Hunter Belshazzar. Right, thank you for that. And then Valdeth immediately walks over to the nearest mailbox. (laughs) (laughs) It writes a letter addressed to Fiend Hunter Belshazzar saying, if you're still in the city, hold on a moment, I might have a job for you. All right. Your Valdeth Stonebeard of Everstone. Letter fires off. We'll see what happens. Are you waiting for a reply, or are you going to go ahead and head on towards the... Library? I'm going to start walking to the city, of, to, to the Temple of Elanirathus, and if I get hit with a letter on the way there, then I know I got an answer. All right. Uh, we'll get back to you in a second. Tanya. Yes. You're going to the Royal Palace. Yes. Are you taking... Good thing I wore my fancy clothes today. I am... <laughs> I go and probably take a uh, an air cab, take an air and cab? I am nervously fussing over everything because, yep. You take an air Did cab. Did she get hit with a letter before she arrives? Uh, no. Okay. Not yet. Uh, okay. Are you staying by the mailbox and waiting, or are you going back inside? Uh, I mean, Ariel. Oh. It's not, not, not. I not mean. Familiar. The problem with going inside is they're not going to know where to go. So you're waiting by the mailbox. I'm waiting, yeah, generally outside. So after a few minutes, uh, this is around the time Tanya gets into the air cab, uh, a letter hits the mailbox. Pull out. Addressed to you, yeah. Just flips it around. Doesn't even get a new piece of paper. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't use the whole paper. It's good. Um, T. Um, quite all right. I'm sure that I'm sure that, um, I'm sure that G will understand. That you're not aiding. Um, I would simply ask for, based on the situation, a bit of discretion. Um, we don't want this information getting back to the wrong people. A slash E. Put it in, send it off. Yep. Tanya, in midair... I'm just getting this whole your obedient servant vibe from <laughs> Hamilton over this whole thing. It's amazing. Eventually we'll get to a duel. That'd be great. Tanya, in midair, yep. you don't know what happened, but it looks like a pigeon just exploded outside the <laughs> air cab. Oh. And your driver... It coming. Your driver looks over. Oh, someone tried to send you a letter. Oh. Um... 
Can is I... the litter like doing the fish tank thing? Where no, it's just, like, it hit the, the air cabinet and exploded. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. oh, that's a really inconvenient mail system. It is. About this mail system seems like it was thought up by sane people with any concern for actual city planning. Okay, it's dangerous, but it's been efficient up to now. Is it technology is famously incompatible with itself? That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> which is why the driver knew exactly what happened. Which is like, oh, someone tried to send you a letter. Oh, well, I'll see you in a bit. It's fine. <laughs> uh, back at the mail, back at the mailbox, a yeah. a a spring loaded sign pops up out of the top aerial and says, "Letter failed to deliver," and it sort of bounces back and forth, <laughs> almost Fuck. like a jack in the box. I'll just okay, yeah, I wait. <laughs> okay, should I try and send her one? No, no, I've had this happen before. I have to deal with rich clients from time to time. Um, usually happens in transport. Oh, yes, that makes sense, I suppose. It's one of those things wait 10 minutes, try again. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be waiting a while because passive-aggressive barbarians. Uh... Tanya, you eventually land at the yep. Royal Palace. The Royal Palace is the largest building in Tehran by some measure. Which is impressive considering the size of buildings in Tehran. You know, you're looking at like the Temple of Eliarathis or the temp or the, the Temple of Mardok. It is this massive Gothic architecture um, that has certain uh, dwarven aspects to it, particularly Tyrian dwarven, uh, which is much more gothic than other dwarves are. Um, mm -hmm. uh, high, high, flat, almost like uh, high, flat walls with sharp corners on all the edges. Um, massive double doors that seem to be barred in multiple places and with separate smaller doors in going down in size. So it looks like, you know, you could get there. It looks it basically looks like the door has been separated out into uh, so differently sized doors based on the size of the race that might need to come through it for people that have for people that have seen or read Hunter Hunter think Killua's family doors. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, uh, and and you sort of have the one that's sized for you that you can mm -hmm. open up and get through the royal guard are all over the place however they have been trained to recognize every member of the Valkorian family which is an impressive feat uh, yeah. and don't even ask you who you are as you walk through the door because the royal guard will let you do that yep you are um, in the imperial palace Yes, I'm actually going to ask one of the the guards that's in here. Um, I'm. I need to speak to the uh, arch archbishop. Um, what was her name? Ta Tara. Uh, Tara. Uh, Tara. 
yes, Lady Titania. Uh, if you're looking for the Archbishop, then you're going to want to go, and he gives you directions through the, the palace to get to the Archbishop's chambers. All right, I will follow those. You follow. Eventually, yeah. you find a... I have a weird question, just real quick. Mm -hmm. It may not be anything, but because um, the noble district was so weird, based on my memory of this place, is this pretty similar to the last, the one and only time I was here a very, very long time ago? It's hard to remember details. Okay. You were very Fair. young. It seems at least a little bit more lifelike than the district below. Oh, yeah. No, like, well, not as abandoned. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, well, I mean... There aren't many people up here. Most people yeah. up here are the royal guard. Like the mm -hmm. the population of the of the the population of the first tier are royal guard, royal family. Yep. yep. The archmage. Yep. Okay. Fair. <laughs> like those are that's the that's basically the population of this tier. So it's there are less people here, but there are more people visible. Okay. Got it. I'm going along. It's also a smaller oh, area, yes. so higher density. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, as you wander through the halls of the Imperial Palace, you sort of see where the river uh, that goes through that flows through Trom has routed itself through the Imperial Palace. Like there is a cool. there's like an inter there's an interior channel that connects the lake on the other side of the palace to the rest of the city. Um, and it sort of it it meanders a bit through a variety of different rooms. Um, that you have to pass through. There's like internal bridging systems, which is very interesting to have like inside a building. Um, but eventually you find yourself at the Archbishop's quarters, which are fairly muted design wise compared to the rest of the the rest of the palace. The palace is a fairly extravagant affair because when you're, you know, you have to impress dignitaries and things. Uh, the Archbishop's quarters are much more Spartan. They're much more uh, less decorative, more functional. Um, and the door is sized for somebody bigger than you, but not much bigger than you. All right. I will knock or enter. Come in to Tanya, Hello. a voice says from outside. Hi. I'll walk in. <laughs> Inside, you see Archbishop Tara Valkorian. Okay. Uh, she is very large, um, proportioned like a human, but standing at about 12 feet tall. Okay. Um, dark brown skin, golden eyes that give off a radiant hue golden hair that is cut short and sort of pulled back um, with a large blue gem embedded in her forehead wearing orange and red robes lined with uh, 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 plated with gold on the shoulders and arms uh, and holding uh, not not holding but like nearby her is a, a, a large uh, ornately, ornately designed staff with a leather with a, with a dark red leather wrap around it um, she seems to be sitting at a desk that is sized for somebody who's 12 feet tall um, and looks over at you with this air of she has this the, the, the sensation you get when you look at a perfectly still lake okay is the sensation you get when you look at her okay 
I want to know what the relation is. Like, how do how many what branches do we have to go down the family tree to get here? <laughs> this uh, lots of Tara lots of is the second born. Yeah. So many many generations. <laughs> yes. Like great many. great great. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of greats. You lose track after a bit. I she, she was immediate. Family. She was born 10,000 years ago. I'll give you I'll let you figure out how many generations of various races there have been between her and Titania. You're not you're not helping the 40k references by having a literal primarch standing here. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hi. Um so I, sorry if I'm taking up a lot of time, but I just had a, a couple questions for you. Um, let's see. Question one, uh, which one do I want to do first? Which one would Titania do first? Um, So, uh, weird stuff's been ha- been been happening at the. Uh, it, it, I, I went and went and visited the noble district, and the Minara State is is all sorts of weird. It's very. It, it was. It, it. We think my my uh, Griffin group and I think that the lady. Uh, Dia, what's your dang mother's name? Diamon? Um, Dianave. Dianave, there we go. Dianave uh, is possessed by some sort of demon or cursed or something, and I was wondering if you might have a way to fix that. As you finish your sentence, yep. <laughs> all of you, no matter where you're at, suddenly feel your consciousness shift. Oh shit! You are all—you are all looking at a series of silhouettes. Okay. Standing around a table, you are aware of your own presence in the room, though you are not aware of any physicality amongst you. There is a massive figure on one side of this table whose wingspan spreads out from either side of the chair that they're sitting in and engulfs the wall behind them. There are many other smaller figures around this table, all in silhouette, all with details unable to be ascertained, all with eyes glowing of a variety of colors. One figure turns to you, and you are aware that they are aware of you. This figure has orange eyes that are glowing very slightly. Ah. You're aware now. Good. The link has been finalized. I don't have the ability to hold you here for long. But know that your entire city is in danger. And know that you might not be able to trust everyone you meet. I will try to see if I can have you remember this this time. 
and you're all back once more wherever it was you were standing previously with um, a memory yeah. of a figure with orange eyes talking to you. You have, it's almost like a dream that you haven't been able to recall until just now. But you are all now able to remember both that and the previous visions. What okay. the wet fuck? Yeah, it just looks right over at Ariel. Uh-huh. You too, then. Clarification, do I remember when the previous vision was? Like, yes. in the order of my other memory? Okay. Yes. Um, I'm probably too far away for Link Pearl. Ariel gave us a place to all meet. I'll go get a fucking cab. Fine. this is more urgent than hey I want you to do my research for me with us not for us (laughs) but yeah Carolina has particular feelings about research and books and being asked to look things up in books okay books are for eating Uh, (laughs) Titania yeah. As you come back to, Tara is looking at you with her head tilted slightly. What did you just see? Um. <laughs> nothing. I just sort of blanked out for a sec. Uh. <laughs> did. Ask, ask did I just sort of like freeze for a second? Like time stopped at yes. all or you were in mid you were at the end of your sentence and you just froze how long a few seconds does that seem kind of consistent with the length of yeah yeah it seems okay. consistent with the length of that conversation or well conversation with the length of yeah, the time yeah, yeah. you were being talked at <laughs> conversation conversation Oh goodness. Um No, it was this really weird thing that happened. Um <laughs> Anyway, can you help with the uh the the uh, um uh Minar estate. Minar thing. I can certainly look into it if you'd like, though I cannot guarantee any time frame. I am busy. Yeah, no. Fair, fair. Okay. Um. Well, that was it. Bye. Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> How fast are you trying to get to the library of Elidorathus? <laughs> um, well, she's going to panic for a second outside the door because that was freaky and weird. Um, what was that? Um, and then, yeah, she'll probably take a cab down there. Air cab. Make sure you mark off the amount you're spending. <clears throat> yep. How much is it for those again? Uh, it is... 
two gold, I think, is what we two? had originally established. It's been put in the party notes, I believe. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes, air cab is two gold per person. Cool. I'm down four gold. All right. Yeah, head down to the to the temple of Elenarathus. So you saw that too, then? Yes. Yes, most definitely. And... I assume you don't have any particular metric by which we can gauge anyone trustworthy or not on first meeting? Uh, I mean... Other than being a fairly good character, judge of character, in my line of work, you pick up a pretty good bullshit right. detector. But no, nothing, nothing magical, nothing, anything mm-hmm. like that. I'm afraid. All right. Well, uh, maybe we'll be sticking with our own research and not talking to a paladin then. Might be a good idea. I certainly hope that this doesn't spread too terribly far. Valdus. Do I wake up with a letter at my feet? You do. <laughs> <clears throat> Lean down, pick that up, open it. Uh, it's from Fiend Hunter. Uh, name that Belshazzar. Uh, it is from Fiend Hunter Belshazzar. It says, always interested in work, uh, and has a list of the, uh, has a tavern that he is apparently staying at at the moment. Okay. From my memories, uh, my, ex- my, my recollection of the Fiend Hunter, they are largely apolitical, correct? I mean, they are largely unaffiliated with nations, yes. Yeah, they're, they are, they are basically our job is to kill fiends, and yeah. that's what we do. Yeah, like, th- there are certainly politics within that stance, but they are unaffiliated with nations as a whole, yes. Yeah. So, Valdez, Valdez thought process being that a threat to a city is a nation-level scale, and I can probably not expect fiend hunters to be involved in that unless there are specific demon problems with the city. Uh, we'll head to the tavern. What? Uh, the tavern's fairly nearby. It's on the outs. It's one of the taverns that's on the outskirts of the city. Um, that's outside of the city. Uh, you go there, and you can very, very quickly determine who the fiend hunters are, because you have civilians, 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 a couple of people in plate armor and warriors, and then a trio of people in plague masks. Yep. There's my fiend hunters. <laughs> Uh, with a variety of weapons. Uh, two of them have spears, one of them has a scythe. Uh, and they're just sort of leaned against the wall, and they're sitting back chatting, and as you come in, they turn. And so you have that, you have that, the, you have, you know, the bird-faced plague masks, you have the, the bobbing as they're talking, and then when somebody enters, all three turn at the same time to stare. And I mean, I think at this point, Valdez is wearing her helmet, Okay, so, so less Bloodborne, more pathologic. Yeah. 
<laughs> so it's it's just sort of the 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 plague doctor mask staring down the like the Roman centurion dwarven face mask. Yep. <laughs> it's sort of approach. You have need of our services, Valda Stonebeard. <clears throat> that I would. In relation. Breaking of a curse on an individual, likely brought upon by demons affiliated with fire. Hmm. What is the nature of the curse? Siphoning of ether, at the very least, leaving them parasitic, then. mostly catatonic. We can break it at the source, or we can break it at the victim. Do you have access to the source? No, but the victim is someone we'd like to keep alive. I'd recommend having a priest on hand, then. Hmm. Might you be able to... Well, at the very least, any advice on dealing with the source? Dealing with the source depends on the fiend. They all have their weaknesses. Once you discover the nature of the fiend, exploit the weakness to its fullest extent. Dealing with it at the victim, we siphon away the demon's power. Consume it. Make it our own. But in the process, that leaves the victim unfulfilled. If the curse is sustaining their life, then their life will very likely be in danger at the moment of the break. So bring a healer with us. Would, the best option would be to deal with it at the source, but if that is not an option, then dealing with it at the victim is possible. I would suggest research, though. How long do you intend to be in town? Well, if you'd like our assistance in breaking the curse, we can be in town for however long it takes to do so. We are here hunting fiends, after all. I suspect that any other magical assistance we'd be able to get would likely be more on the killing demon side than on the removing the effect side. So I think I might want to keep a line on you in case once we find out what this thing is so that we can have a proper dealing with it. Would you like one of our a, one of our members' assistance in researching your target? Who would you offer? Looks over at the looks over at the two at the two that are with him. Uh, Fiend Hunter Bai Shan is the youngest of our order at the moment. Would be good experience for him. He says, indicating one of the two masked figures. Bai Shan, if you'd like to assist myself and my Griff company. The masked figure nods. What would you ask in price? We require only the power of the fiend that we take. You may keep your gold. 
Enough. Well, by Sean, accompany this one. Let us know when you require our assistance. I'll send you another letter. By Sean, we're heading to the Temple of Alania Rathus. Lead the way. I will bring By Sean with me to the temple. All right. So, Ithram. Carolina and Titania arrive first. Yep. I got your letter. Um, you would think they would try to make these louder. He rubs the back of his head a little bit. <laughs> I think Chancellor I mean, had exactly. a weird day. Extremely, I believe that we all did. We should go to where the private re- the private reading room and have a conversation. Silence until we get inside would be advisable, I think, yes? Absolutely. Are we anticipating Lord Valdeth to be on? I would we can hope so. I'll leave we- Mal outside and he can alert me when Valdeth arrives so one of us can come out and greet them. Lovely. I'll set Mal out to go sit on a on the roof somewhere. Sure. There is now <clears throat> there is now a bird next to one of the lava fixtures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of you go into go inside the temple. Uh, Father Eckhart has set aside a room for you. Simply leave the sign on the outside as occupied, and no one will bother you. Okay. Thank you. And while we assure all of our while we assure all of our readers that your privacy is in is of our utmost concern, if you have any privacy concerns, feel free to check the room out yourself. Nod. Yep. yep. Wait till wait till he's gone. Yep. So. Um, Tanya's going to pace and go on the far side of the room from everyone else because this is freaky. <laughs> yeah, once he's gone, uh, Carolina will start wandering around the side of the room, like just drawing little chalk runes, pulling little screwdrivers out of the bag, tightening things. Okay. So, and I'm um, going to cast alarm. Yeah. Nice. Gent, is go- <laughs> Gent is going to flip the sign. Now that everybody's in, shut the door, lock it, and then both guns are out, and he is covering everybody in the room. <laughs> All right. I... Let's have a conversation. <laughs> okay, so, just I want your ruling on this, because I do understand that there's some controversy. Yeah. Can you continue casting a spell with a time if there's a combat happening at you? Uh, it, yes, so long as it doesn't interrupt your okay. vocal or somatic components, yeah. Cool. Carolina does not, seems to register that and go back to... That is okay. Yeah. Yep. So, I, I assume we were all... Given similar messages, as three people try to talk at the same time. Yeah, (laughs) no, that's okay. It's Ariel. Go ahead. (laughs) 
So yes, I'm. I mean, what what was being said exactly? Yes, we. I I'm assuming everybody saw the same thing. Um, yes. which is certainly, I have a lot of questions about that. Um, yeah. why it triggered at that particular moment. Um, it would seem that. I have a guess. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, hang on. Uh, so I've turned into a gas by this point. <laughs> then you can't talk. And then I, and then I, and then I re solidify because it's important. <laughs> so that smell's gone. Um, <laughs> but I have done that. So, because Shine was freaked out. Um, no, I had gone up and I guess I think I'm the link of the thing with the weave born and that whole thing. So, hi. I don't know what's going on. Well, what's... technically my charge is to minimize Roy Noble shenanigan and since I will have to protect Titania if you start shooting at her again. This is precautionary until we can at least establish that all of us are trustworthy. I'm not assuming anything at this point, Did... but I have no intention of opening fire in the middle of a library if by any means, I can avoid it. Particularly a library of a linear rathos where the paladins will come in and stop. Right, exactly. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Because Get just got a, told a story of a three day fight, and that was one of them. On your own time. Sorry. No, you're fine. Hey, or on company time. And that's not the concern. Can we start at, I don't know. Okay, I saw like a circle of people. Hold right there. If we are all holding to the story that each of us saw the same thing, before anyone verbalizes what they saw, everyone should privately write down what they saw independently, and then we compare the sources so that we avoid the potential mistrust of, yes, what she said. Do you understand where I'm coming from with this? Of course, yes. Yes. Does anybody need And Gent holsters one of his guns and starts pulling out paper. Yeah. <laughs> I would prefer to wait for Lord Valda, because, to be frank, I don't work for... Yeah. And this is getting a little annoying. Books on demons. We agreed to that before. Or we have this vision. I, you would gather. Look, and start looking for fire demons. And once Lord of Death arrives to get you to knock it the fuck off. And hold person yeah, shot. Yeah. <laughs> I get a save. Well, you yes, you do. Of course you do. That also of requires a gunshot, so. 
Oh, yeah. So, right, so I'm not entirely sure how your spells work. Do you have to hit me with the yeah, spell? Yeah, I do have I do have to hit you okay. with it. Yep. AC 16. So first of okay. all, you're firing the gun. Yes. <laughs> cool, cool. You tell me what what's happening. This is going to yeah, be you, great. Cool. Oh, yeah. No. Ghent is in full reactionary mode. This is going to go so this badly doesn't, for This him. doesn't change any of what Valdis was going to say when she got with inside of the temple. No, I, I'm so sorry, William. I know that... <laughs> I- oh, never mind! <laughs> never mind! Nothing happens! That's amazing. Well, congratulations! I like the idea that you just shot Does Titania. No, it jams. Mm-hmm. It misfire. It's a, it's, a, it's a misfire. So, hang on, because... A couple things are a couple things are about to happen. So hang on, give me a second. You can make an insight check, but give me a second because something happens in relation to this right now. The gun goes off, or the, the, the gun tries to go off. You pull the trigger. There is the sound of an explosion because yep, gun. Uh, are you using the one that was made? Are you using the one that was made? Uh, uh, the one that was modified, or your other one? Yes, the the one that was modified. Okay. The plus one pistol. Yep. Go ahead and give me an insight check, Carolina. Uh, as smoke comes out of the barrel of the gun, but nothing fires. And looking at it, Gent, it looks like the hammer is now stuck in this weirdly malleable uh, 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 bullet generating material. Okay. Uh, are you trying to hide the fact that you were trying to shoot at Carolina again? Since it misfired, y- no, actually, no. <laughs> yeah, no, you can very he, clearly he, tell that he was. He, pan- he panicked and yeah, was just yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nothing came out. You do hear the sound of armored bodies moving towards the room, though. <laughs> so Carolina oh, will. Lady Catania, I assume we can. And pick this up later, and I'm going to use my a teleport fuck ball. All right, I'm going to use the yeah orb. You you will it take you away, and Carolina's gone. Oh, for fuck! I go to sake. the door. I go to the door and open it and look out for guards that are coming. Oh yeah, you see a, you see four paladins moving towards you. Who they're very easy oh. to spot as being paladins because their armor is all aesthetically designed to represent dragons. Yeah. So like, I cast enhance ability really quick on myself. Uh huh. <laughs> for for the charisma one. Okay. Eagle splendor. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hi. Uh, we just had, I'm, I'm so sorry about the noise. We just had a little, uh, a little oh, accident, experimental, experimental, machinery, and it just went no. off. Oh God. Give me a oh, deception God. check with advantage because oh, you're using enhanceability. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. Come on. This is literally what's going on in the room. It's this explanation <laughs> right back. Deception. 13. Would you like to use I mean, one of your inspirations to I would. I really want this to work. Does that <laughs> yes. give me also uh, advantage on the second it, roll or just one more roll? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll roll one. Okay. Well, maybe one more roll because it'd be, it's like super one more advantage. Roll. So okay. One more roll. Okay. Hang on. Let me. Super I was going to say, Come if on. you weren't going to use it, I was going to see if I could use one of mine to force you to do it. Fuck. Fuck. 
damn it. A 13. With a 13. Uh, God damn it. In your advantage, no. no shot actually fired. So. No. God damn it. There's just. The paladins stop for a second. They don't. It doesn't it... look like anybody is injured on the inside of the room. Uh huh. We are fine. It won't happen again. We'll need to confiscate um, whatever that was. Yes. Gant. I look over at Gant. I hold on my hand for it. <laughs> flips around, flips around the gun, and hands it over. I hand it over to the guards. They take it. You can have this back when you leave. Nod. <laughs> Thank you. And the armored forces turn and march away. Gent, Gent is your all the blood is out of Gent's face right now. Close <sighs> the door. Okay. I, I I'd say that went sideways very quickly, but that's the understatement of the year. Um, no, it's okay now though. Carolina's gone. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, dear, but nothing about. The last five minutes is okay. No one's dead. Um, yeah. I'm trying to look on the bright side. That was the most colossal string of poor decisions, bad wording of things, boneheadedness, and just mind-numbingly stupidness I think we've had yet, and that's saying something. None of you can be the traitors. You're too dumb. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. And I'm I'm not excusing the person who's no longer in this room, to be clear. Okay. Well, um... I think that... It's probably better to wait until we're all back. Maybe we should do this at the company house. Um, we can't take the... Well, but we, we have to wait till Val gets here. We cannot... We have to do the res- whatever research we're going to be doing here. We cannot take yeah. these books from here. Okay, what do you need from these? Did you try and send me a letter, by the way? Yes, it doesn't matter now. Okay. Um, it was, simply an, it was simply it was simply a response of acknowledgement of your of of, of the one you had sent. Uh, oh, okay. It's fine. Okay. Um, okay. What are we technically for? that is not a lie. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so we need to find if we want to find out exactly what this this demon entity is. Yeah. We need to. Uh, uh, Father Eckhart has been good enough to narrow it down to this selection of books from a much, 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 a whole, a, a, a whole series of books that it could That's have. a lot of books. It is an unfortunate, oh, a good by, number of them. By the way, I invited my friend over for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, could you say that one more time in I a way that doesn't friend. make me want to punch you in the face? <laughs> I invited my friend over for dinner. Yep, She's still not doing it. She's going to help me set up the garden. <laughs> and 
I invited her for dinner before because uh, food is always nice. In light of recent changes of our situation, could that invitation possibly be revoked? Yes, it could. Could you could... do that, please? Yeah, no, I'll go send a letter. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> I exit the room. <laughs> Now's roughly the time where you come into view of this of the temple, Valdeth. Yeah, so Valdeth immediately, as soon as as soon as she can see the temple over the link pearl. All right, everyone, I'm bringing a business associate in, so keep your manner businesslike and your conversations on the task we had been on prior. Absolutely not. No more business associates in this converse in this situation that we are trying to deal with, which everybody keeps walking in on. Can't try to. Shoot, Carolina. Carolina's gone. I will deal with that when I get there and when this person is done with our business. So keep yourself on the fucking level. (laughs) (laughs) Gent is just just quietly paging through books at this point. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that's probably what Ithram has been doing while everybody has been doing everything else. He's casting <laughs> enhance ability on himself, and he's like, while well, everybody else sorts this out, I'm gonna look through the books. I'm, 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 I'm just in the corner reading. Yeah. Yep. Well, this has gone south real fast. <laughs> uh, oh, this is, this is so great. I love how uh, I love how how much chaos I introduced with one sentence. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, uh, uh, Carolina, so just really quick, just to, to, to figure out what's going on with Carolina at the moment, uh, you, you teleported to the thing. Or did you then come back at a different location? Um, yeah, my plan was, I sent you a message, but I guess I can ask this out, yeah. right? How much is a like, crappy tavern night stay um, it's not very much. It's. I have a lot of gold, so I I just need to know how much I need to mark off. She bins yeah. usually like a handful of copper a night. Um, yeah. But I know that this is a city with. Yeah. An economy uh, that might. Two silver. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I'd like to teleport in. If I can find a crappy inn in one of the lower tiers somewhere Plenty on of. the opposite side of the city, that would be great. Um, yeah, and Carolina is just booking a room and just composing a letter. And by composing a letter, do you know those scenes, especially in cartoons, where there's just a pile of scrunched up papers around, like, on a desk and like an overflowing waste bin. Yep. Um, now, if something happens or there is some other contact, cool. But for now, I'm going to say Carolina is in the process of trying to compose a letter. Yes. Uh, uh, would you have stayed at a place that the other people knew about or not? Oh. <sighs> Because, like, staying at, like, the Forgotten Night is two silver a night. Yeah, you know what? Sure. I'll be there so my boss can chastise me if I actually need to go back on duty. Yeah. (laughs) 
But no, I can leave them alone for a few hours. I'm not actually required to constantly surveil them. No. All right. So you you are at the Forgotten Night. Meanwhile, everyone that's losing their shit out at the uh, at, at the at the temple. Uh, Titania, you're outside by the mailbox now. Yep. You can see Valdeth and an individual approaching, uh, uh, wearing uh, robes, dark robes, and a plague mask. Hello. Titania, darling. This is Vaishan. Hi. Hello. Nice to meet you. A pleasure. Let's get inside and talk to everyone about the job we came here for. Yes, I just, I need to send one quick note. I will be right in. Go for it. Or you can wait. Yeah, I'll I'll wait here since you know where we're going. Yes. Um, I dash off a really quick note. Ithra Mal lets you know that Valda's here. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I send a note to Steph. Hi, Steph. Um, so turns out tonight's not really a good night. Maybe I'll I'll have to let you know when I can reschedule. Um, probably in a few days. Um, take care. Uh, bye. Uh, Titania, and then, well, B actually. Um, and then I'll send that off. You get a you 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 have a mental image of Steph probably going, okay, yep, <laughs> okay, um, it's just this way, uh, and I'll lead the way back to the room. So the door opens. The alarm spell yep. doesn't go off because there wasn't enough time for Carolina to finish casting it. Assuming you were ritual casting it. It literally did not take us a minute to resort to PvP violence once we were in the same room. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> the door shut and that was it. Yep, yep. Uh, you all see this individual walking with Valdeth. Uh, black robes, white lined, uh, wearing a flat cap and a plague mask, holding a spear in one hand. Just sort of using it as the walking stick at the moment. So, everyone, this is Fiend Hunter by Sean, and Valdeth locks eyes with Ariel, one of a member of one of the few organizations I trust wholly to keep to their given task of hunting fiends. So, let's go over what we need to figure out regarding that problem, and I can send him back to go and send a message and talk to his or to talk to his fellow fiend hunters, and then we can talk about any other matters that need to be resolved after he's gone. Yes. I understand you all are in the process of looking for a method to deal with a fire-aligned fiend. Am I correct? Yes, I was able to do a bit of research before heading here. Um... It's a demon of some power, uh, probably linked with the blood of a family member, perhaps hers, perhaps somebody else's uh, direct um, things you may know, but things that uh, the rest of us can look out for as well to help narrow our search. Mm. Is this the first time that the blood linkage has been brought up in front of Ghent, I think? Yes. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ghent just does the whole eyes up to Ithram thing and then slowly back down to the book and just keeps turning pages. 
uh, does provide an amount of location to look for. I would suggest not m- nothing less powerful than an incubus or a succubus would be able to affect that level of a curse. Also, as your Valdeth was informed prior by my senior within the Order, fiend hunters have two options when it comes to dealing with this kind of a curse. Dealing with it at the source or dealing with it at the victim. We can eliminate the curse on the victim, but if it is sustaining them, then their life would be in danger. It Which would be means we'll need to bring a healer with us to keep them alive after the curse is over. Precisely. Alternatively, if you can find the identity of the, or at least the, get us closer to the identity of the source, we can also do, on our part, further investigate that. So, let's get down to research on that task, and we can focus on other problems that may have come up recently after he's gone and we've got our next steps ahead on that on that line. Okay. Um everyone who would like to can make an in, they can make an investigation check with advantage because you're in a library and have resources. <laughs> awesome. I'll oh, try cool. that. So it won't go well, to... but I'll try it. <laughs> Nineteen. It won't go well for me either, but I'm gonna try. Eleven. Uh twenty. Natural 20, which makes it a 19. (laughs) (laughs) I'm real focused all of a sudden. How many people are in this room? Uh, Ghent, Titania. (laughs) Yep. This is the best use of this ability. Saving face on investigation. 24 for saving face. (laughs) Yes. This. There's Valdeth, Titania, Ghent, uh, Carolina, Ariel, and... Um, yeah, Car- Carolina's oh, not... Sorry, not Carolina. Ariel yeah. and Baishan. If you want to count Baishan, you can get plus five. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, the, yeah, no, he's an, they're, they're an allied character. At the moment? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for now. <laughs> <laughs> Until Ghent decides nobody, to nobody open the, Yeah, nobody <laughs> open and close the door again. <laughs> Um, That's the trigger for violence, is opening and closing the door. (laughs) 25. All right. So, you all investigate. There's a lot here, which is the biggest issue that you're all running into, especially those of you that that rolled low. Uh, The... This is an almost. This is almost as thorough an uh, a a investigation into the culture, habits, physiology, social nature of fiends as there possibly could be. You can tell very quickly that this person spent their entire life doing this and basically nothing else. Um, oh, boring. <laughs> and so. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, sorry. Uh, I can only use that if I fail. So, uh, this, since I don't know, it's still the 20. Yeah, 20 would have would have gotten you information. So, it was like... Yeah. So, um, it's just 20. And in going through all the information that you are, that you have at your disposal, 
collectively through your notes. Titania's probably the first one that comes on this, but the rest of you sort of get in, you know, find things that would lead you in this direction. Um... I mean, with my eight, I feel like I am off in a corner. <laughs> You're <laughs> not paying attention. In fact, no, she's definitely very much in the corner, has a few books, and is going through them. All right. Um, uh, 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 Tatania, you find first the mention of a... Uh, uh, of a particular kind of fiend known as a... Where is it? Hang on. Add it just a second ago. There it is. Um, uh, known as a Nightmare Shepherd. Okay. Uh, Sounds terrifying. These are... Uh, these. This is a breed of fiend that specialize, as far as this author is concerned, specialize in curses and in afflictions and things like that. Um, they have a variety of different kinds of, of ethereal affiliations. In the, in the book, the author notes that you can find types of nightmare shepherds that, are, that lean more towards different ethers, depending on where in the hellish realms you look. Um, but they also have some that are more attuned to fire than others. Um, they are... In addition to dealing with curses, they also tend to uh, uh, harvest and manipulate the souls of the dead and damned. They are particularly aligned with Dagoth um, mm. as far as fiend alignment goes in that they they sort of fall under his purview of the dead and are typically tend to be lawful evil um, the kind of creatures that you can make pacts with that you can make contracts with for curses and the like uh, typically their price for a curse is the soul of the one that they have cursed so once whatever once the curse is done and once whatever is needed from the curse is done, they collect the soul of the person who was cursed and add it to their collection, to their herd. And that seems like, just based on what you're reading and based on what, the, the, what, what all of your research is sort of pointing towards, it seems like you're probably dealing with a Nightmare Shepherd or someone who is in charge of a Nightmare Shepherd. All right, bye, Sean. I think we found our thing. Hmm. A nightmare shepherd is a sign of a organization, not a lone individual. Something with backing or something with power. My recommendation would be to deal with the curse at the victim. We would take on the contract for backup for lack of a better term and the nightmare shepherd's deal would now be one of our own instead of the victim this would release them from their bond and allow us a much easier time of hunting it down you're fine with taking that kind of curse on it is the it is the duty of a fiend hunter 
which he says with that like yes i eat peanut butter and jelly like, like <laughs> why would you this ask a silly way. question <laughs> all right so ultimately though decision lies with you as a group mm-hmm. i look over at ghent you have the biggest stake in this your thoughts Given that I have the biggest stake in this, I feel somehow like my thoughts are probably the muddiest, but if this seems to be the most efficient and effective way, and it's true that the affliction can be assumed by another willing party, then yes. And I will say this for everyone in the room who might have particular concerns. The Fiend Hunters busied themselves with no greater task than their duty to hunt fiends. They have no allegiance to nation. Their only particular duty is to their job. If there's anyone you can trust to do their job and just their job, it's a Fiend Hunter. Ariel continues to bite her lip. (laughs) Well, I suppose the salient details of location and that sort of thing will need to be supplied to the right people. Bye, Sean. I look over at anyone else. Do at least the majority of us feel that this is the magical assistance we should use and keep a healer with us to solve this problem. Nods. Yeah, I can heal. I can help with that. It's not an immediate thing you need to read. It's going to the house. Got it. Sorry, I was I was distracted by a wall of text. Um, my bad, my bad. No, no worries. So, with no immediate objections voiced, we will. I will take this information back to my my seniors. All right. We'll do some preparations and send you a letter when we're ready. I would recommend that whatever location you would like to set up for this ritual, it be a private location, one not easily intruded upon by those who might be in league with the fiend that you are hunting. It is a ritual we'll that takes something. It is a ritual that mm. takes some amount of time. Is this something you will need the victim personally present for? Yes. Extraction, then. All right. We'll do what we can, and we'll send you a letter when we're ready. We will scout out locations that might be preferable for this ritual to occur and provide you a list at a later date. All right. Thank, Thank you. you for your assistance, by Sean. You're free to go. He nods, stands up, gathers his spear. He takes nothing with him. You notice that even when he was reading the books, he was standing by the table rather than sitting. Um... 
He never sat down or got comfortable at any point in time. Grabs his spear, leaves the room, closes the door behind him, and continues on his way. All right, fucking now. No. Why not, Ariel? No, we'll, we will discuss it now. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Carolina was doing some sort of thing around the. I don't know what it was. Um, do we uh, need to? I believe the she spell was casting a. Still there. Yeah, I believe she, she was casting an alarm spell. Protective spell of some okay. kind. Okay. Do we need to finish that? No. Or. Right. So the idea that Get had was that we all write down what we saw so that we know when we share it that we can look at each other's papers and know that no one else is just agreeing with what we say we saw. Yeah. Fair enough. Get paper, please. Starts passing it out. Mm. Write down the memory. Yep. <clears throat> Transcribing as accurately as possible. <laughs> there are bullet points. That's it. Now that's <laughs> literally just word for word what the person said. Titania pushes first to the middle of the table. Yeah, yeah. Gent's gonna just fold his in half and slide it into the pile. Well, that sets hers down there. Yep. So. Does Ariel set hers down? No, she eats it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's. A, I mean, we have we have we have a we have one person here who eats paper. I mean. Yes, Regular. but that, well, person, no, is not, that yeah. person is not your bounty hunter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's your bodyguard. Who is a new money member. Yes, no. So. Oh, maybe, Ariel, uh, maybe Ariel thought it might be fun. <laughs> who knows? So I went to go talk to the second um, the second child of the god emperor and while I was there, poof, um, there was a circle with a group of people in it and something about danger and not trusting people. And I didn't understand what I guess was going on. And so I panicked and left and ta-da. I think I might have been the, the, the link person that's causing the time <sighs> stuff to happen. The well, end. Well, while that's happening, um, for that sake, Valdeth flips over all the papers. Presumably they say all roughly the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Did anyone decide to lie? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, no. Sure didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and they all say basically the same thing. Okay. So that fucking happened. All right. Has been. The, ci- has the been city been. is in danger. How do we know they weren't lying? That's another thing. Yeah. 
whole, the whole thing could be a false start. I established a divine connection to you, to your subconscious, three times in order to punk your ass. <laughs> Listen. Hashtag impulse. <laughs> It could be a false starter, but it could also just as easily be accurate and important. I'm leaning towards the second one. (laughs) Given the scope of what was communicated, I don't think we can afford to not. So I'm less likely to trust, in this particular case, based on our understanding, people from the city. It said Taram. That doesn't necessarily just mean the city, you know? True. But considering trust issues might be a problem, I lean very heavily on the fiend hunters because they are very specific to their jobs. If I feel if I could trust anyone, I could trust a fiend hunter. Okay, yeah, yeah, but, like, that's one specific thing, just generally what, I guess, we just wait until generally we have message. Generally, we're going to have to be cautious. There's a threat to the city, which means there's a number of avenues, but one of the big ones is someone high up in the ranks of the city. I mean, could also so be I'm, that big fuck off thing on the other side of the shadow on the light wall. I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other obvious one being the Shadowlands or whatever the hell we're calling them. The Shadowfront. The, sh- the Shadowfront. It's in the name, shadow. Grand Terra yeah. Shadowfront. <laughs> the other, the other, the other obvious and large one being the Shadowfront. Which, considering, does anyone remember that first one? Now, now that this last one happens. Uh, yes, you all do. I'm sure, Ithram does, but I, as a player, do not. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, I can pull it up. Hang on, because I really. You know, it's been a while. It has, it has been. been. It's yeah. been the beginning of the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nobody wrote down the thing you don't remember. <laughs> no, I didn't. Because how would I know if I saw it? I'm not there. <laughs> Um, da, 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 da. Let me pull it up real quick. Game Master Folder, Grand Terra, Shadowfront. Shadowfront. Um, in the first vision. Uh, you, there were two figures that were talking. Um, one was this person with. Uh, sorry. I, I, I gave the wrong colorization. It wasn't orange eyes, it was golden eyes was the person that was talking to you. Um, okay. uh, uh, it was this this humanoid with golden eyes and slitted pupils, which is the same one that was talking to you in this most recent one, uh, was speaking with an individual with red was the, the large winged individual that, who's, even though he was just a silhouette, you could still get, you could still glean musculature um, uh, uh, with red eyes. Uh, the the one with the red eyes was musing whether or not surviving Idos's destruction and the recreation of the material plane hurt. 
and and that basically the only way to do that would have been would have taken a lot of power or and pure defiance against the faith that even gods cannot escape. Uh, the second one was uh, happened shortly after the you guys got back. Well, happened after you guys got back, and it was uh, a conversation about uh, the person with golden eyes. the The person with golden eyes uh, in, informed the rest of a group of silhouettes that the light wall had been repaired, uh, and then another, a third figure. Uh, one, another one, a second figure with red eyes, um, asked whether or not their scout had made it through. To which there was a confirmation. The exact quote, the exact dialogue was: uh, "The light wall has been repaired. This that was an that was an inevitability. Did our scout make it through? They did. It would seem our suspicion on the nature of the shadowfront were correct. In order to move forward, we'll need a pawn." And then the figure, the the large figure from the first vision, was also there, saying, "Don't worry, I've got a healthy selection of candidates." That first vision that we had happened on the way to the light wall. <laughs> to deal with the shadow front, so I'm going to take a wild guess. And especially considering our second vision, and say that the big threat is what's down south. Okay, yeah. That makes right. sense. It does. <laughs> So now, Ariel, if you've got a shouting match to have with me, now's the time. And now is absolutely not the time. Well, we are, we are, I will have a conversation with you later, please. All right. Right. Well, um, I don't know where Carolina has, uh, ended up, um, but what happened? Gent tried to shoot her, and there was a lot of panic, and she left. <laughs> there was no. Or- I don't know if I saw the orb. Um, Carolina, it's like I'll meet with you later, Lady Titania, or something else, passive aggressively respectful. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, Carolina did something to an item that Carolina okay. was holding. You couldn't really see Fair. what it was. It's um, too small to really see. Yeah. At that point, and then um, I had to deal with some guards. That's it's fine, but uh, we have to retrieve Gent's gun. It's broken. Um, I think. <laughs> Actually, oh, I that. that. No. Um, Gent, why did you try and shoot Carolina? Gent needs to make an insight check. <clears throat> oh, whoops. Ten. Okay. On who? Uh, Valdez. Valdez is not hiding a damn thing. She's trying to figure out what the hell happened. Carolina referenced a number of things that seemed very indicative. They were not a trustworthy individual. Like? 
I don't know if you have noticed, but Carolina is not a member of our Griffin Company, at least in their own mind. They've made that clear. Yeah. Sorry. She's a geist first, yes. She's a geist only. She is only here on assignment. And as we were... Emotions were high, but we were attempting to formulate some method of reestablishing trust within the company itself. Her general perspective was, I don't owe any of you anything. No one can tell me what to do. I think we should wait until everyone is present. It. I did not interpret what was said with the coolest logic. And I panicked. I think she just takes her job really, really too seriously. There is taking one's job seriously, and then there is going out of one's way to ensure that everyone in the room knows that you don't give a flying fuck about them, except as regards the paycheck you draw. She does the second every day. And in fairness... And and again, saying this, he he's not judgmental in it. He's just trying to draw a a line. <laughs> in fairness, we we were we were at that particular moment talking about something where discretion and trust were paramount. Mm-hmm. I still shouldn't have pulled the trigger. No, absolutely not. But like I like I had said. There was a, there was a sequence, a long sequence of, of, of events that went very, very wrong in almost astronomically odds of, 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 of it happening. And then, weirdly, Carolina showed off an ability to teleport away that none of you knew she had previously. Yeah, Gen's not even bringing that that up yet. She's got all sorts of abilities that she (laughs) that that are random because one time she got angry and most of us blew up. Yeah, (laughs) but this seemed way more controlled than that. Yeah, Yeah. like it's obvious that that was not a aspect of magical rage. Whatever else anyone wants to take from it, yeah. So. You started to shoot her, the gun didn't go off, and then she left? Yes. Yeah. Poof. Uh, she, she poofed. She disappeared. She blinked away. She teleported. Yes, she was, she was gone via teleportation of some sort. When the fuck did she get the ability to do that? She, was, she had an object. Oh. Where did she get said object? Is that not a question no one's asking? You just need there are, don't maybe know. when she was away from us for a little I don't know. There, um, there are she's... there are a number of questions that if we are to repair bridges, assuming that's possible with Carolina <laughs> that will need to be addressed. That will certainly be on the list. And with that, 
is where we're going to end for this week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>